I just love this music. So hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Dean and you are listening to the Dean Report. And this week I went back to Epcot. That's right, I went back to Epcot this week. I went last month, and I went back this week, and I had such a great time. Um, I had fun last month, last time, and um, I'm not one to really, um, you know, copycat the same experience. Um, At least I don't think I was. There were a lot of visits um that were maybe similar but i think i've i've you know at least now especially whenever i go um you know there may be a couple things that i do that are the same um but you know try to um really just maybe do different things when i'm in the parks because it's my theory that you really need at least for epcot and the magic kingdom you need at least two days to really fully appreciate and slow down and, you know, stop and smell the roses. Um, you know, at least for me, that's how, um, you know, it would really be. And so, um, I went back to Epcot and I did, um, a great day there. I also had the opportunity to, um, ride the Skyliner, and I'll get to that in uh, a couple of minutes, but yeah, so um, let me tell you about my day at Epcot. I um, got to the park around 11, that's when it was going to be opening officially, Uh, went through, uh, parked, you know, I parked, I actually parked in the same, on the same row that I did the last time. So <clears throat> there's something with the timing, with my timing and the parking, I guess, uh, that, you know, so that actually made it a little easier um, when I left at the end of the day for remembering, you know, where I was parked. It was like the same row at about the same distance from like the main, you know, the aisle there where the the um, trams would go up and down, back and forth. Um, but yeah, so I went through, went parked, went through the temperature temperature uh, check, and went through security. Um, I went through the turnstiles, and there it was, Spaceship Earth in all of its geodesic domic glory. Um, there's just something about 
I don't know. And then the music that, you know, they've got the music pumping in on the speakers and it's just, um, it really, it gets my emotions going, ready, pumped up for a little, um, fun day for a little adventure in, um, in this great park. And so I headed down, I actually bypassed Spaceship Earth, um, this time, um, there was, because I saw that there was kind of a lengthy line, uh, even for a social, uh, distanced, um, line, it still seemed a little longish for me. Um, and so I bypassed that and I went to, um, the seas with Nemo and friends. That was, I would say it's about five minute wait. There was little bit of a uh, line to get in, but it wasn't a long wait. It was kind of like um, a pretty steadily moving line. Um, it kind of stopped for a couple times, but only for like, like maybe like a literal minute did the line stop and then um, it would keep moving. Uh, so I did Nemo, the seas with Nemo and friends. I explored the little... Um, aquariums with the fish that, um, I totally skipped the last time and I didn't, didn't realize until later that I had done it. Um, but I actually took about a few minutes and kind of looked around the aquariums a little bit. Um, not as, um, Maybe not as much as, you know, I could have, but anyway. Um, then I went into the land and I watched the new, um, awesome planet movie talking about, uh, the planet Earth and its, um, natural, uh, environments and ecosystems and kind of an environmental, um, awareness type, um, deal where they encouraging us to, uh, you know, take care of the planet and how it's, you know, how we need to take care of the planet, I guess, is the basic message of it. So, but um, it's a, a, I would recommend seeing that film at least once. It's, you know, since it's there, it's something to to see. Um, it's about a 10 minute film. So it's not, you know, terrible. It's, um, yeah. Um, and that's all I did in the land. Uh, the last time I was at Epcot, I wrote living with the land twice and I, um, actually kind of had a, took a little tumble getting off of the boat, uh, the second time. And so this time I decided not to, um, risk it, um, because, um, you know, I just wanted to be cautious and I decided I would, um, you know, not do it this time. So I actually skipped the imagination ride and I went straight, straight into the world showcase into Canada. I watched, uh, the, um, circle vision movie that's in Canada and, um, Enjoy that very much. Um, this is the new version of it. Uh, I'm not sure what. 
I think it's called Canada Far and Wide, if I remember correctly. Um, but it's, <clears throat> I love the circle, circle vision idea because it's, you know, it gives you that. And I also have, you know, they have the 360 views, but then they also have the parts of the, um, of the film where each, each of the screens has a, a unique image. And so you kind of go between this, the panoramic, the whole 360, um, view and, um, you know, the individual things. So after I did that, um, it was time for a turkey leg. And I, I walked straight, you know, through the UK, past the International Gateway, through France, through uh, Morocco, through Japan, and then on to the American Adventure. And I got my turkey leg there at the good old fife and drum. And, um, had the turkey leg. Um, this time was a little different of a dining experience as far as the atmosphere. The last time, it was a lot quieter in that little eating section out there uh, in front of the new uh, Regal Eagle uh, restaurant. Um, and um, this time, there was uh two different families with young kids and one of the families had a very loud screaming child um plus there were these white birds i'm not sure what their names are they have a longish beak uh, i think there's some kind of an ibis or ibis um anyway they were flocking around and it didn't help that one of these um families with children um, spilt their popcorn on the floor, uh, on the ground. And, uh, of course, you know, birds just attracted to that. One of the birds in particular actually, um, was eyeing my turkey leg and I, um, you know, it flew up on the, there was a railing, uh, running, um, next to the, the table, row of tables that I was at and this bird just flew up and perched itself on the railing of pretty close proximity maybe maybe like three or four feet away pretty close and it was just looking at me and my turkey leg and then I was looking at it for a couple of minutes and then finally I decided that um I would uh, get rid of it, get rid of the bird. Um, so I actually um, had a staring contest with this bird. And um, after, took a minute, but I stared right into the eyes of this little evil minion of a bird. Um and it did go away. Uh, it, it went down off of the railing, uh, but the birds kind of hung around for a few minutes. And then they did move on. By the time I actually finished my turkey leg, which was probably a span of about uh, 10 to 15 minutes um, that I was there, um, 
the birds did clear out and uh, I was able to more fully enjoy myself uh, with the turkey leg. And so it was a good turkey leg. I've never really had a bad turkey leg at Disney. They do a really good job of um, of cooking the turkey legs. Great flavor, great, um, you know, always a little more grease than you might want, but that's just part of the turkey leg and um, it's, 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 it's good. So after that was um, a major highlight, and actually um, I had the opportunity to both meet up with um, a couple different YouTube uh, creators that I've um, been following for a while, and um, two different uh, channels represented um, and I was able to join with them and ride the Skyliner for my first time ever. I've uh, been a huge fan of it. Uh, if I haven't um, said that before, I've loved the the idea. I've seen it on uh, live streams several times, um, actually many times, and uh, um, just wanted to kind of experience it. And so um, experience it, I did. Um, it was, uh, getting on was, um, exciting. I, am not used to, the Skyliners do move slow down very much so, so they're going, they're still moving, but they're going pretty slow. And the, the, you know, the, on the, uh, step, it's level, the Skyliner, is level with the platform. And so you're not having to step up or step down to get into the Skyliner, uh, which is great. But I wasn't used to, you know, the Skyliner still attached to the cable. And so it's not like fully like steady, steady. And so you still get movement when you get onto the Skyliner. It's still, um, and it's still moving. I wasn't um, so I kind of, um, I kind of was sat down, um, immediately, um, as I got onto the Skyliner. I wasn't expecting to sit down that quickly, um, and that abruptly, but, um, because of the movement, I was, um, encouraged to sit down immediately. And, um, but actually what happened was I, um, <laughs> I um wasn't used to the movement of it and um yeah. So um after once you're sat down and the skyliner goes, it goes up and it really it speeds up and um and that was that is something. To do that the first time when the skyliner goes up um and you start to uh, you see it is like, wow, um, is an amazing experience. You literally are flying and it's, um, does take some getting used to because I'm not used to that. And if you're afraid of heights, you might have a problem with this. But, um, anyway, I was a little uneasy at first, um, especially with, 
um, you know, how I boarded, how I got on. <laughs> but, um, you know, after a couple of minutes, uh, I was, you know, as the minutes went on, I should say, um, I did get a lot better with it and uh, actually did enjoy it. Um, and so we rode the Skyliner to, um, to Disney's Riviera Resort and, uh, we got off and, and, um, getting off the Skyliner was a little better. I still had to catch myself a little bit, but I didn't actually, you know, lose my balance or fall or anything. It wasn't, um, as bad as getting on. Um, but yeah, so, um, myself and, um, the other, the, um, these fine folks that I had met with, um, are met up with. Um, we walked around the Riviera Resort a little bit. We, then we, we sat down in the lobby and we were, um, you know, we chit chatted, had a nice little talk about Disney and, uh, everything, a nice visit, uh, in the lobby of the Riviera. Um, and then, um, after a little while, um, it was time for me to head back to Epcot and, um, they were going to continue on the Skyliner ride to, uh, other resorts and other, um, you know, spots on the Skyliner. I had decided that I really didn't want to, uh, go to, um, you know, continue on the Skyliner. Uh, I initially wanted to, uh, take a bus back, um, to, um, Epcot, but, um, we went to the bus station and we were there probably close to a half hour at least. And, uh, there were no buses for Epcot. Um, and so I decided that, um, I would, um, brave it and I would take the Skyliner back. Um, and I wanted to do a bus because I just, you know, from the getting on the, I was kind of unsure of if I wanted to go back on the Skyliner as much as I, I enjoyed it. The first leg of the journey there, um, I wasn't sure if it was something I wanted to kind of take another go at in case, you know, something went wrong. And, um, I initially, I ended up actually, um, going, back, we went back on the Skyliner and we went back to Epcot and boarding was a lot easier this time. I still kind of, you know, fell into the, onto the bench. It was still uneasy. Um, but I did a lot better because I realized it, you could I maybe mean, hold onto the sides of the Skyliner while you got on was a lot better of a situation. So, um, anyway, I got on and, um, uh, got on and it was, um, sat down. And so there we were and we went back to Epcot and, uh, I enjoyed this leg of the journey a lot better. I was a lot more comfortable with the, the, um, you know, with the feeling of, of the, of the ride, but I have to tell you, it was very windy 
on Wednesday. Um, and so the Skyliner, you could see the other Skyliners on the line just going back and forth, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in the wind. And, um, you could feel it going and kind of going back and forth. Um, so I call this the, um, the Skyliner Grand Initiation. And, um, so yeah, we got back to Epcot and, um, I chit chatted a little bit, um, with, um, these guys, um, and before I, it was time to part ways and go back into Epcot. I do want to shout out by name, uh, who I met. Uh, I met, uh, Miss Dawn from the channel on YouTube, the Hitchhiking Bones. And also I met with Russ, uh, whose YouTube channel is What in the World with Russ. And um, got to, um, they are the two that I met with um, um, on Wednesday to, um, yeah, to, you know, experience the Skyliner. So I know it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, so I got back into Epcot. I want to say it was close to five when I was re-entering, uh, Epcot and I was thinking I might go get a second turkey leg, but I, I kind of, um, decided against it. And actually the only thing that I ended up getting, um, during the evening was um, a hot chocolate. It was starting to cool off. We had very nice weather on Wednesday. Um, and it, yeah, I felt like I needed some hot chocolate. So I got some hot chocolate. And then I went around the uh, World Showcase. And I witnessed the most one of the most beautiful sunset views that I've ever, ever seen. Um, there were some clouds and so that made the, the kind of the sun light, you know, and the whole sky just totally gorgeous looking across, um, the water there, the world showcase lagoon with all the music and everything going on. Uh, you pretty much have to watch it over in either Mexico or Norway, and maybe China will have a a good view, but that side of the world showcase will be your better um, sunset views. Um, but uh, yeah, so as it got dark after you know the sun was pretty much down, I went to watch the 360 uh, video in uh, reflections of China in, in the in the China Pavilion. And, um, again, that's an amazing video. Um, they're going to be updating it to a new version. I don't know when. Um, they're probably delaying it. Probably in 2021 is when they'll, they'll have it, you know, come out. Um, but anyway, uh, once again, the, as I left, the line for, uh, Frozen Ever After, even with the social distancing um, considerations, was still just really long. And actually, the line 
went out of Norway and it went into China. Um, so once again, I just bypassed um, Frozen Ever After. Um, I have seen it on stream, and I know that's not the same as in person. It's probably a lot more fun in person. But um, because I have seen it on stream, I felt like I could... Um, you know, bypass it for real for now. I will definitely be back in Epcot, but, um, yeah. So then I headed to the mouse gear. Oh, actually first I stopped in the, um, Epcot experience and, um, to, uh, the Epcot experience is a, an awesome place. They've got uh, a projection um, model and a like a circle, like a 360 uh, degree um, screen that's kind of uh, previewing um, the coming attractions for Epcot, and it is just an incredible um, place. Um, and so, um, so as I finish up, I am noticing that the episode, I'm at 26 minutes on the timer. Um, I'm going to keep going a few more minutes because I'm almost done with my day, but, um, look for an extra episode of the Dean report to come. I'm going to do another shorter one probably later tonight or tomorrow. It's going to be a bonus episode talking about a, um, uh, going to Disney Springs, and it's going to probably be a short episode, but um, I'm going to have that be separate. But um, I did that um, Thursday night. But anyway, on so it's Wednesday. I um, my last uh, two last things. I went to the Mouse Gear gift shop. Um, did buy a thing. There was a long line. Um, to wait to buy, um, I bought a pack of Disney postcards, not necessarily to send, but really just to keep because they are nice, you know, super nice, uh, professional photographs. Um, and so I bought that. Um, and then I, uh, on my way out, I rode, um, Spaceship Earth and <laughs> at the beginning of the ride, when you sit, sit down, you still on the there's a touch screen um, interactive screen that you select um, your language and <laughs> this time uh, I was so busy like sitting down and getting myself situated that I forgot to select a language and so the computer the ride actually selected one automatically for me and I would have thought that it it, it um, would have selected English automatically I got French so I got to experience spaceship Earth in French which was really unique. Um, if you want to talk about a unique experience, um, it's the same music, uh, the same, you know, scenes, obviously you're just hearing the narration happen in French. And so (laughs) if I wasn't like already familiar with the ride, I'd probably have, you know, actually a negative, um, 
opinion of this, but it was actually kind of funny. And it was uh, really interesting to hear, you know, the French, the French uh, translation of, of the ride. But um, yeah, so Spaceship Earth was my last um, thing while I um, was at Epcot and then I left. Um, I spent some time at near the front taking some parting shots, parting um, photographs of Spaceship Earth. And then I uh, made my way out of the park and then to my, my car, and which I found with uh, no issue. And um, I drove home. And so that was Epcot Fun Day. Love Epcot. I could just go there many more times. I have tried. I tried on my last visit, on the the visit before this one, um, to really take in the pavilions, the countries, and so I think the next time that I do go to Epcot, I'm gonna I'm gonna totally skip the front. No spaceship Earth. No, no, the seas, nothing in the land, no imagination. I'm going to make a beeline for the world showcase, and I'm going to just totally spend time, you know, uh, taking in each pavilion for, um, you know, if you spend a half hour in each country at least you still have like five, five and a half, um, hours, um, you know, to get around the, the world showcase. And so, and that you have plenty of time in the park, uh, with that. Um, and so next time I'm going to be doing that at Epcot. Um, but anyway, so I'm looking forward, um, coming up here in a few weeks, to um, be visiting the Magic Kingdom, my first Magic Kingdom visit in over 10 years. And I'm so excited, um, so very excited um, to be going back there. I'll be, once again, I'll be experiencing Christmas. Uh, Christmas decorations and trees uh, were up in Epcot, uh, some of some of the countries. Uh, there's one at the... At the one side of the um, World Showcase, at the entrance of the World Showcase, uh, there's a huge Christmas tree. They had a beautiful Christmas tree up in the um, the American Adventure, and then they just they had you know Christmas de- decorations up in um, all the countries, and so um, they'll be kicking off their uh, festival of the holidays here in. I think in a week or so, um, they should be kicking that off. Um, but it was still, um, at the end of the food and wine festival. Um, and so that goes through probably this weekend or, um, next week or something, but we're getting right to the end of the food and wine, uh, festival. Um, so anyway, that's that. So anyway, when I go to magic kingdom, I will be able to, um, I will be able to see the Christmas, Christmas holiday, um, beauty, um, in, in the park. So looking forward to that coming up here 
in a few weeks. Um, so yeah. So with that, I'm going to um, close out the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, this runtime is going a, went a little longer than normally, um, but it was a full day, and so I think uh, this was um, worth it. This was warranted. It was a warranted um, extended listen. So I hope um, that was okay with you. Um, so yeah, so um, so yeah, that was my Epcot day, and um, that was just kind of a brief uh, talk. I could probably go on and on a little bit more uh, with some of the talking about the experiences. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope that you will uh, come back for the next episode and do take care. And um, so, yeah, have a great day and Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, and you will hear me in the next episode of the Dean Report.